with Kukuletu Mfupi on Kaya FM 95.9. Alan Gray helping you secure your future. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Afropolitans, we look to expand on a conversation that has really hit home for many of us as South Africans. Now, since the outbreak of the uh, COVID-19 and, of course, the implementation of the national lockdown period, many South Africans have been hearing news from financial agencies, from banks, some insurance providers, and even institutional investment houses that there is some kind of support that will be provided in order to manage their finances for them. But before you even get to manage those finances, one thing you need to manage is your emotions. And so far, that's become a uh, key point for us to actually acknowledge in terms of how our emotions and how experiencing trauma can actually have a negative result on our financials as well as the financial decisions that we look to undertake. So to help us understand how best we need to cope with trauma of the COVID-19 crisis, as well as the um, frustrations that many of us might experience in terms of um, what we see with the ongoing news flow, small and medium businesses under pressure, entrepreneurs also feeling their own pinch, and large businesses also looking back, looking to scale back on uh, job opportunities as well as employment positions that they have. All of these then result in ongoing frustrations and uh, economic and emotional uncertainty. But to give us some guidelines for this, I'm joined on the line by the private clients manager at Alan Gray, Mtobisi Mtimkulu. But Mtobisi, a warm welcome to Kaibis and thank you so much for joining us. I trust the lockdown is keeping you well thus far. I am doing my best to stay safe. Thank you so much, Kuku, for having me. Anytime, and we're really grateful for your time and, and perspective here today. And, I, and I'm looking forward to this conversation as it speaks to the one element that might not directly be linked to how we manage our money, but certainly has a very significant influence. And that's how we manage our emotions and deal with trauma. Uh, I'd like to actually start off by actually unpacking this COVID-19 crisis. And uh, could we actually relate what's unfolding at the moment with the lockdown and COVID-19 the negative news flow, does this actually translate and, and could it be akin to a t- traumatic experience that average South Africans would face? I would say yes. And, 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 and thinking about this, looking at, I guess, how, what is trauma? So trauma is defined as any negative life experience. And this could be anything that is deeply distressing or disrupting in one's life that occurs when one's in a position of relative helplessness. And I think it's fair to say that's exactly what's happening to many of us today. As we are facing this pandemic, it is deeply distressing. And it's fair mm-hmm. to say the entire world is feeling very helpless as we deal with this. So that's who there are many similarities. So the experience is very similar. Uh, these emotions that you highlight and of course this traumatic experience uh, does make it a bit blurry in terms of us uh, focusing on on the positives especially when it comes to uh, taking on key decisions so as a result how do we then need to maintain a rational outlook during such a difficult time it is a challenging thing to do uh because i think it's fair to say that as human beings we crave certainty we like to know how things will play out, how things will go and happen. Uh, so for many of us, facing and dealing with COVID-19 is probably the hardest thing we've had to do uh, in our lives. And what that does is it makes it very easy for us to panic and feel overwhelmed by just the news and everything that we hear happening in the rest of the world. But it is important, in fact, it's crucial that we find a way of staying positive and, and be rational in our way. One, maybe perhaps, being feeling overwhelmed and panicking, it actually makes the matter 
worse. So instead of helping you learn how to cope, things become worse and you find yourself even drowning more. So it's important that we find ways of trying to stay positive about the future and make sure that we are, I guess, consuming good information that's helping us in dealing with that, uh, find ways of staying connected and so on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about staying connected uh, for, for many South Africans and Afropolitans who have been home. Some might be alone, some might be with loved ones. But I'm assuming that uh, telephone calls, checking up on friends and colleagues is a good way to start in order to maintain those interpersonal relationships. I fully agree. That is so, that, that is so important. Uh, in fact, studies found that people who felt more connected during a crisis experienced lower levels of anxiety and depression. And I think that's what we all should be aiming for. Uh, trauma counselors on this topic recommend that patients or their patients reach out to others and, and do as best as they can to stay connected. And I think in a time like this, yes, when we have been encouraged to socially isolate ourselves from others, uh, the use of technology, that's where it comes in very handy. I know we take the phone call for granted, but things like uh, video calling, you know, calling your loved ones, calling your friends, your co-workers, so that there's some connection that you are experiencing, uh, especially those individuals who stay alone, maybe perhaps you find yourself having to stay in an apartment on your own. These are some of the things that you can utilize to start to try as best as you can to stay connected to the rest of the world. Yeah. Afropolitans, if you've just joined us, we're in conversation with Mtobi Simtimkulu. He is the private clients manager at Allen Gray, helping us navigate a, a very sensitive topic, which might not top of mind be related to business, but it definitely does influence uh, the kind of decisions we take financially. And that's how we need to cope with the trauma of the COVID-19 crisis, with people losing their jobs, with the economy potentially in turmoil, and of course, the uneasiness in terms of our, our, our health uh, and uh, a sense of creating and growing in to this new sense of normality, it can create a lot of uncertainty for many of us as South Africans and as a result, influencing the kind of decisions that we take. But Mtobisi, I'd like to uh, follow through with some of the themes that you've mentioned in terms of how we can maintain our rational outlook. We've spoken about making sure that we stay connected with loved ones, uh, but I'm also assuming that monitoring the information that we consume is also quite pertinent uh, and that's often proven to be tough for many South Africans as there's often this information overload about how we need to uh, keep still and safe against this virus. That is so true. Like looking at, I think, I think all of us are guilty of consuming unnecessary information. Maybe most of the time it's just for entertainment and mm-hmm. that's what I think of social media when I think of that. Uh, but it is also true to say that staying informed, especially in the situation that we find ourselves in, it's, it's very important. It's important to know specific information that could be helpful, that can help you deal. Uh, but I have two things, I guess, to caution around that. One, maybe start with maybe obsessing over information. Uh, and with so much information available to us, most of it good, some bad, it, one can easily find themselves being overwhelmed by the, the quantity of information that's available, which can then further make this matter worse, as someone then will find themselves drowning and feeling more helplessness uh, as they are consuming more information. So it's important to maybe kind of like monitor and kind of find a balance in terms of, okay, how much information is enough or sufficient for me to feel like I know what's happening, I know what's required of me next from government regulation and so on. And then secondly, maybe specifically looking at the sources of that information, you know, as we said, there's a lot of information that's out there just for fun to entertain and maybe just to 
for no reason whatsoever. So it's important to be clear in terms of the information that I'm consuming, is it good information? And here, looking at the COVID-19 specifically, good sources could be the World Health Organization, which is where most governments are getting their information, or maybe relying from the government updates, which is also a good source of information. Mm-hmm. I also want to go back to that theme of uncertainty, uh, which can be anxiety-inducing. But is it ever possible to get used to an uncertain environment, especially given the times that we're living in? I think as hard as that can be, it is something that I think we need to be comfortable reading up on this topic. Many psychologists encourage us to actually get comfortable with uncertainty than not knowing you know, and, 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 and I know that as individuals, when we have our plans and we go to the world and want to make our mark, and we can easily get comfortable with this idea that we are in charge, which is not always the case. And I guess situations like this kind of remind us that we live in a world where a lot happens that we have no control over. So it can, it, I would say it's important to be comfortable with that concept or that idea. And, 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 and the psychologists make some recommendations around learning techniques which speaks to maybe learning how to self-regulate and maybe regulate your own anxiety. And here we're looking at things maybe that gym, going to the gym and having some sort of exercise can easily help you uh, eating well and getting enough sleep. Those are some of the things that help with that. Exactly. And by gym Afropolitans, we mean working out in your very own personal space. We're not encouraging anyone <laughs> to make their way into uh, public spaces and, and, and have a workout there. And that also goes back to speaking to the things that we can control, Budum Tobisi. And, and that's often met with a sense of frustration. But how do we manage this? Because our money seems to be beyond our control. Uh, the health system seems to be beyond our control. How do we need to rewire our minds uh, in terms of uh, understanding the elements that we can actually have an influence over? Well, I guess the truth is this virus has thrown the entire world into chaos uh, and, and many of us are feeling very fragile and I don't think there's anyone out there who thinks, you know what, I'm in charge and I'm in control. Uh, but there are many things that we can control nonetheless and, and on top of that list, one of them is staying in our homes. You know, we can choose to stay at home and prevent the spread of this virus. That is something that we can control and influence. Uh, reading more on this topic, trauma counselors did actually recommend that in dealing with the crisis that we try and identify the number of disruptions that we are experiencing in our lives personally and then make a list of those uh, disruptions and try to come up with positive solutions in terms of how we can deal with those things and, 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 and in doing so try and put a simple plan in terms of what are some of the things that we can do or focus on positive things that we can do to help uh, solve those problems and that can, that is something that can be very helpful and help one establish that point of control over the mm-hmm. other. Makes a lot more sense. But I'd also like to get some insight from you in terms of the resources or professionals that we should be speaking to so that we have the adequate and necessary support to get through this traumatic experience. I think there I will blatantly say it's important that you reach out to uh, professionals, psychologists, former counsellors. I don't know about other areas, but where I come from back at home in our clinic, there's a counsellor there, a social worker that you can speak to. So I would say in matters like this, reach out to professionals, maybe perhaps where there isn't one and you don't have access to one, maybe speak to trusted friends and family members and try and get some guidance. And I guess trying to apply some of the things that I've shared, that can be helpful as well.
We appreciate the insight you've shared with us, Putum Tobis, and I'm glad that you mentioned all these elements that we need to uh, monitor in order to ease the emotional anxiety. But let's talk about the money anxiety. And I can imagine you must get a lot of questions from clients as to what do I do? I need to move out of this unit trust and go into another. Maybe I need to take my money out of the market and put it in cash. Maybe I need to take all my money and put it into one particular stock on the market. It can all be very confusing. So for South Africans who have a long-term investment strategy, what's your word of, of support and encouragement to them uh, despite the volatility we're experiencing at the moment? Sure. Thank you very much for that question. And and I think the last two or few months, that's exactly what we've been dealing with, with a number of clients calling in, am I losing my money? And for me, I always start with addressing that question. I like the part that you spoke to about around having a longer-term strategy, investment strategy. So what that means, maybe a goal is longer than today or this month or the next two months, meaning that you made a decision to buy an investment, whether it's a unit trust, that you wish to benefit from, maybe they say in five years, in 10 years' time. Has that goal changed? No. But what's happening at the moment, investments are not looking well. I see other classes have fallen in prices, green value. Should I be panicking? And the answer is a no, right? Uh, you buy assets when you are investing and hoping that you are getting a good price when you are buying into your investment, but investment fluctuates over time. And now, yes. as much as now can feel like the end of the world, it's actually not. Uh, the investments that you bought could be down in prices, but the idea that they should recover over time. And that's where, I guess, the value of a good investment manager comes in, that they should be assessing the markets as these as messy as they look at the moment, trying to find good opportunities to buy more assets for you that will help you do well when things recover. So when things are like this, it's always important to remain to your long-term investment strategy, which Mm -hmm. may have nothing to do with what's happening today. Exactly. Ignore the noise, try to remain calm, manage your emotions, and most importantly, stick to the long-term strategy, Afropolitans. Putum Tobisi, always a pleasure engaging with you, and thank you so much for your time today. That's Umtobisi Tim Kulu. He's the private client's manager at Alan Gray. Helping you secure your future was brought to you by Alan Gray. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Afropolitans, that's where we wrap up the show for today and of course some phenomenal insight that we've received. If you'd like a refresher of these conversations, please do log on to our website, kifm.co.za click FM Rewind and enjoy for your listening pleasure. But tomorrow we come back with a show focused on all things entrepreneurship and giving you insight into the various relief funds and the kind of support that's available for small businesses. But stay tuned to KFM after 6 o'clock, not only the news, but today with John Pullman. Station of the Year commercial. And the winner is Kaya FM. Kaya FM. Reign Supreme. Best commercial radio station of the year for two consecutive years, 2019 and 2020.